0: A woman scorned is a woman evil? We all have that crazy ex that's sometimes a little hard to keep away than normal. But what happens when you take that concept and multiply it by an astronomical number? You get unforgettable. A film that sometimes takes things farther than what's normally typical. But in some extremely rare cases, you might start dating someone that begins to show signs of possessiveness and craziness. That's ultimately what this film is, but let's get further into the story. When one woman declares to the world that she is getting married to the man of her dreams, his ex-wife, the mother of his child, lets jealousy consume her, and not being able to control the situation she is in makes her even more violent and threatening. Naturally speaking, she is a very controlling, possessive, and manipulative woman, which all comes together in this film as she attempts to get the woman out of her ex-husband's life for good. I wasn't sure what I was expecting with this, never having really heard about it before, until recently. The plot alone isn't really all that original when it comes down to it, which really leaves them needing to pull weight in other aspects of the film, like performance. Tell you what, this is a weird role for Katherine Heigl, a very strange role indeed. That being said, she did a really good job at making the audience hate her. I'm not really sure if it's a love to hate relationship or not, she's just one evil woman that I feel nearly put some of the women in Game of Thrones to shame. Okay, that might be a little bit of a slight exaggeration, but to be honest, the things that actually happen in this film are exaggerated as well. I mean, you've all heard about crazy women, but this just takes it to a whole new level. I don't want to spoil you on how that is, it's just a movie you have to see for yourself in regards to that. This is all just first impressions, of course. Let's go ahead and break down Unforgettable and interpret the stars. First up, we're gonna be talking about the people score, which goes into the subcategories of acting, characters, casting, importance, and chemistry. So how well did the people in the film do? Stay tuned and find out. Now we're talking about a category that's literally split down the line. The people's score got 5 out of 10 possible stars, and every single subcategory only got half points, but why? Well when I review films, I rate each subcategory between 0 and 2 stars. 0 means specifically bad, 2 means specifically good, 1 just means it was neither nor, it was typical, it was what it needed to be to further the film, which is exactly what you find here. Each subcategory, like I said, got half points there, from the acting, which never tries to showcase any range, to the characters, that don't really have any special qualities to be remembered by, to the casting, which is okay, but anyone could have filled these roles, to the importance, which really, the only important characters are the two female leads. The husband is a complete buffoon, and the daughter's just an innocent victim in the Whole mess. Finally, nobody really has chemistry. I don't even understand how this nice guy dated this psychotic bimbo in the first place. Oi ve. Oi ve is appropriate here. So that's how we got our people score of 5 out of 10. Acting was rated 1 out of 2, characters was 1 out of 2, casting was 1 out of 2, importance was 1 out of 2, and chemistry was 1 out of 2 because each one could have been better easily better but it wasn't so we're going to move on and talk about the writing score how well the movie was written and in the subcategories there we have the dialogue how balanced the movie was if it has a good story if it's original or if it's interesting to the audience so stick around we'll talk about how well it's written We can't even get a score split down the line for writing, which received only 4 out of 10 possible stars. I don't have to tell you, but that's no good. Nothing about the dialogue really stands out. If anything, it's over the top from Heigl's side uh, because she's such an extreme character. I will actually say that the film follows a pretty basic pace, so it's at least rather balanced that being said the story isn't meaningful if they wanted it to be meaningful they would have added actual domestic abuse towards the man from the woman as that is often an overlooked but important theme in this one it's just a cat fight which we've seen a thousand times before like I said it's not exactly original we've seen this type of film numerous times in the past do I consider the film interesting to a degree I would say it's certainly interesting, but not enough. It didn't do enough to really get perfect points here. That's how you get 4 out of 10. The dialogue wasn't the best, 1 out of 2. I said it was a balanced film, so I gave that 2 out of 2 possible stars. The story isn't meaningful, could have been, but really really wasn't. So it was 0 out of 2, it's not original out of... So 0 out of 2 for originality, and... I said it was slightly interesting, but not enough. So one out of two stars there as well. That all adds up to four out of ten possible stars. So as far as writing's considered, uh, it's not the best written movie in the world. It could have been better, uh, but it just it just wasn't. Next up, we're gonna be talking about the BTS score, otherwise known as behind the scenes. We're gonna be talking about the visuals, its directing ability, the editing. The advertisement and the music. Did it do well behind the scenes on a technical level? Stick around, and find out. All right, guys, behind the scenes. Score got 6 out of 10. And I've been getting this exact score from the s- subcategories quite a bit lately. And that's just because, for some reason or another, nobody's really putting a lot of effort into these elements. This is a thriller film. You can easily benefit from the visuals, uh, which nothing really stands out at all. You can really benefit from both directing and editing since that's where you get creeping shots that put you on the edge of your seat and crazy but smooth editing to drive you mad. Not here. It's as advertised, which is fine, but the music, once again, is just typical and forgettable as most films these days. Once again, this is more of a score for comedies that don't need these things, but this is one of the types of films that probably did need it and just didn't have it, so it's just more and more disappointing as the categories move on. Next up, we're going to be talking about the narrative arc score. Was this a narrative structure that was pretty good? And we're going to be talking about the introduction, the inciting incident, its obstacles, the climax, and falling action. How did it do narratively? around and find out. Thankfully, we have the narrative art category to take some of the pressure off, as I rated this 8 out of 10 possible stars, which isn't too bad. This category is often the easiest category to score high in, but you never know with some films. The introduction did a really nice job introducing us to everyone, mostly the two lead women, the soon to be husband and the daughter. The inciting incident is probably when Heigl's character learns her ex-husband is getting married again, as that sort of sets her off, but there is always going, an, a going back for her character, and because it didn't have a crossing of the threshold specifically, the inciting incident only could be half stars. The obstacles come down to the war between the two women, obviously. The climax is when everything comes together in the end, and the falling action is almost perfect there's almost a new norm and then there isn't so there's that so when you come down to counting the stars here we have the introduction which was perfect so two out of two possible stars inciting incident was almost perfect had to give it one out of two stars because it didn't have a crossing of the threshold moment um obstacles were perfect two out of two stars the climax was pretty good two out of two stars the falling action once again was nearly perfect Had it returned to a new norm, which it did not, so Falling Action gets 1 out of 2 stars as well. You add that all up, you get the narrative arc score of 8 out of 10 possible stars, which isn't too bad, uh, as long as the rest of the scores are as high, if not higher. Um, The next one we're going to be talking about is how entertaining it was in general. We're going to be looking at if it was a rewatchable type of a film, if it was fun to watch, uh if you have any impulse to buy it or own it any impulse to talk about it with others and if it sucks you in as an audience so stick around we'll find out how entertaining this movie really was all right guys we're on to the entertainment score and i rated this four out of ten stars and remember with the entertainment 10 out of 10 is simply, it blew your mind, you're melted on the ground, your mouth is wide open, you have to tell others about it because it just blew you away. Films like Inception. But that's not true for most films. It's a rarity of that. So four out of 10 is, it was entertaining enough. Um, It wasn't blow your socks off entertaining, but it was clearly made with entertainment in mind. So that's why I have full points designated both the level of fun it is while watching as well as how much the film sucks you in. So those two subcategories got 2 out of 2 possible stars. Um, And that's what you would normally get with entertainment um, focused films. However, everything else, every other subcategory got 0 out of 2 possible stars, which is strange for an entertainment category but not unheard of Um, once you're done watching the movie you will realize that the level of entertainment was pretty much exclusive to when you're watching it so that's why you have fun watching it that's why it sucks you in pretty pretty well but once it's done you don't have the rest of this category so how rewatchable it is is nothing how much you want to buy it or own it you don't really have that kind of urge or impulse You have impulse to talk to others about it it, it, it leaves you once you finish the movie so um, it's completely dependent on when you are watching it it's entertaining when you're watching it once you're done you're good with that you don't have to see it again so if that makes sense great if it doesn't oh well you know what I mean um, next up we're gonna be talking about this total sp- specialty score these are the five specialty questions that I wrote before seeing the movie and most of them just have to do with genre and casting so stick around find out how it did with the total specialty score okay guys now we're on to the specialty categories that I wrote down before seeing the film um most of them have to do with The genres of the film and the two uh, female leads as we've seen these actresses, plenty of other films at this point. So this is listed under the genres of drama and thriller. How is the drama aspect? Well, I mean, I would say this is pretty much a thriller from the get-go, so while I have to give thriller full points, I'm really only giving drama half points because you don't really sense drama in the traditional sense of the word. You do sense ex-drama, but I don't think that counts as a film genre. As for the two leads, how well does this do on their filmographies? Well, I gave both actresses half points. Points Because I truly believe both of them have done far better films in the past, but at the same time, they do okay here. They're not terrible or anything. Um, but when you're talking about these actresses in normal conversation, Unforgettable is not going to be a movie that you mention. At least, most likely not. Finally, was it halfway decent? I don't know why not, it's entertaining enough when you're watching, and it's thrilling, so as far as what I think they were going for, I think they achieved it. So yes, I say it is halfway decent that comes to a total score, uh, total specialty score of 35 out of 50. That's from the drama of half points, five out of 10. Thriller was 10 out of 10. Rosario Dawson and Catherine Heigl both got half points, so that's five out of 10 for both of them. And if it's halfway decent, yes, I said it was. So 10 out of 10 possible stars, that all adds up to 35 out of 50 stars. So next up, we're gonna be talking about what I scored the film in general, in total. So stick around and, and and hear, hear me out. Hear me out, guys. Stick around. Okay, guys. Are you ready for the total score for Unforgettable of 2017? Alright, guys. I rated it 62 out of 100 possible stars. So, again, another meh movie that could have easily been better had they focused on certain elements that they just didn't especially the BTS score they could have focused more on making it more creepy and memorable Um, so that was all added together from the people score which got 5 out of 10 possible stars the writing score got 4 out of 10 possible stars BTS was 6 out of 10 possible stars. The Narrative Arc was 8 out of 10 possible stars. The Entertainment was 4 out of 10 possible stars. And the Total Specialty was 35 out of 50 possible stars, all adding up to 62 out of 100 possible stars. could it have been better easily, but it just wasn't. So there you go, the 2017 film, Unforgettable, 62 out of 100. Um, tomorrow, I will have a review of Gifted up at my website, of DaveExaminesMovies.com. I don't think I will actually be doing a uh, voice review uh, just because it's Sunday and I have other things to do on Sundays. But um, if you want to read my review, go ahead and uh, do that because all these audio reviews are are pretty much me writing writing a review and reading it out loud. So it depends on what you like. Do you like hearing a review like kind of like an audiobook or do you like to read Or do you like to do both? Because some people do like to do both. It's all up to you guys. So uh, I guess I'll see you on Monday when we start reviewing those films. And up first for Monday's review should be Disturbing Behavior, which is still mind control, but sci-fi. So it's a film I've never seen before. Let's see if it's good. See you guys then. Peace out.